Hello, everyone. Welcome to the One Flesh Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The One Flesh Podcast is all about marriage, the essential union between man and woman. My goal is to help young men find a girlfriend and build a marriage worth having. I do that alongside the Purpose Podcast, where I try to help young men find and fulfill their purpose. Uh, today, we have One Flesh Podcast, uh, basically a little solo episode going to go through um Typically when I don't have some stuff to talk about, <laughs> I'll either search up some internet advice or uh, some Jocko and kind of tell you what I think about it and uh, whether I agree, disagree with it, and then kind of elaborate on some real-time examples of how I implement this advice in my life or why I don't if I disagree. So uh, we're going to do a little bit of that today, but uh, first and foremost, baby update. Everybody needs the baby updates. and. Man, everything is going really well. We actually got all the decorations up in the nursery uh, the other day. Um, very grateful for my work situation because I'm going to be able to take 20 days off and honestly probably not even look at my computer um, for work, and I'm very happy about that. Um, need a break from work. <laughs> this is right about the time uh, in a new job where things start to get tough. Um, you know, relationships with people start to get difficult and um you're not new anymore so they feel like they can beat you around a little bit more and uh so I'm excited to have a break from that but honestly much more excited to spend some time here with my family and uh meet baby Rauscher that is going to be here very very soon so uh baby's going excellent a uh, huge thank you to some of our friends if you listen you know who you are uh that came over and helped us hang shelves and decorations and uh, decor. Um, so that was super awesome. Nothing else really to report. I'm going to remain, uh, naively optimistic about the situation. And, uh, I think it's going to be absolutely awesome. I think that everybody is being way too dramatic, um, about what happens when baby gets here. And, uh, as I've always said, and as I mean, I will one be 100% honest about, uh, my experiences when baby gets here. I won't hold back anything. So, um, Anyway, uh, moving on, wanted to uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of this internet marriage advice that I'm looking at. Um, I actually found, I'm not going to go through the whole list, it's not going to be a, a long rambling list, but uh, I actually did find some things in here that uh, are going to help me, actually. Um, oh, one thing I did want to talk about is uh, my goal. If you remember correctly, uh, back uh, at the beginning of the year, I had said that I wanted to do a one-hour date with the Ellen every single week of the year, and I knew it wasn't going to be hard to do before baby gets here, and it hasn't. It's been awesome. I actually have hit that, so one-hour date every single week of the year, um, a date that is kind of focused on us. Obviously, baby will have to be there for you know the first couple months, um, you know maybe first couple weeks at the very least, but I want something that is strictly focused on on us. So. Um, I have been able to do that and I'm going to continue doing that and it's been awesome. So uh, I just wanted to update you on my little new year's resolution goal type thing. So that's actually going to be where we're going to start, um, in this internet marriage advice. It says, don't forget to date, uh, be prepared to date each other forever. The second you stop courting each other, it falls apart. Uh, no reason to not go on one date a week with just the two of you. So that's exactly what I'm trying to do, and I really like that. Uh, one thing that um, I do want to talk about, uh, a lot of people will say, 
uh, always date your wife or keep dating your wife. Um, I understand what they mean and it's in good intentions, but uh, it's with good intentions. But one thing I really want to get clear is um, there is a difference between dating and being married. And there's a very clear difference. And I think that difference is uh, the, the promise that you've made and the commitment between the two of you. And um, when people say, uh, continue to date your wife, um, well, yes, but make it a marriage. Make sure that you're taking that step to make it a marriage, make it something that lasts. I feel like a lot of people, when they go into marriage, when they experience issues, it's because they haven't um, changed just a whole lot or they weren't expecting it to change just a whole lot. And then it did. And they're really upset that things have changed, but you're in a completely different type of relationship. So don't quote unquote date your wife. It's your wife. Take your wife out, um, take her on quote unquote dates and uh, continue to show that love for her. Uh, continue to show that admiration and treat her well like you did when you were dating, but just make sure there's a difference. Um, I don't want to out anybody, but I doubt they listen to this anyway, but um, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll leave that. I'll leave that there. There, there are people who believe that, um, that legitimately believe that marriage is bad um, because you quote unquote stop dating. Uh, and so their solution to that is just not to get married to the person that they are dating, that they really enjoy. And they believe that somehow it keeps the relationship alive. Somehow it, you don't get bored anymore because you're, you're dating this person. It's not locked in. There's no uh, slump after kids or, or whatever. And, and it's just stupid. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. The best relationships, uh, you know, best mar well, best relationships uh, in the world are marriages. Um, it's been proven time and time again that uh, if you want to live a long time in happiness uh, with kids and, you know, woman, get married, just get married and, and make sure that it looks different than when you were dating. Don't stay in that adolescent stage of, of, of dating. It's not worth it. So, um, yeah, continue to quote unquote date your wife, uh, but don't uh, be married. So um, take your wife on dates spend some extra time, spend some quality time with her every single week, uh, take her out, treat her special, but make sure that you're doing something different. Uh, make sure that you're doing something different than just quote unquote dating. Let's see. Next one. Uh, this is one that I, I like that, uh, I have a problem with actually, I probably have, I, I do have an issue with it sometimes, but uh, knowing me and knowing what people say to say about me uh, or say to me about the way I behave, I have a feeling that I'm very, very like not the worst about this. And, I, and I'll go ahead and say it. It, it says, assume nothing. Uh, your spouse is not in your brain, cannot read your mind and cannot interpret passive aggressiveness with the intent that you're trying to, to deliver. Basically it means, well, I'm not going to directly confront the elephant in the room. I'm going to just, uh, sigh or, um, not talk too much or be kind of quiet or roll my eyes or maybe, you know, um, look in a certain way or talk in a certain way. And hopefully they'll pick up on the fact that I'm upset. I've done this a little bit, um, where it's like, how could she not tell that I'm, I'm upset? Well, you haven't said anything. <laughs> like, um, they're not going to pick up on it as quick as, as quick as what you think. 
and you're trying to be indirect because you either want to avoid conflict or uh, you want extra attention. That's that's sometimes the case to where it's like uh, you just want to be paid attention to, so you're going to do passive aggressive BS until they they have to pay attention to you. But the 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 reality of it is is that you're not gonna they're not going to notice your passive aggressive uh, your passive aggressive signals or dropping hints. Um, be direct with your spouse and say, Hey, look, I'm upset about this, or that really frustrated me, or I need this from you. A lot of people, and like I said, it's happened to myself. Um, a lot of people will just assume that their spouse is going to pick up on it and they continue on doing passive aggressive things and they get very, very upset that their spouse hasn't noticed. And it's not their fault. It's your fault because you weren't direct with, with the way that, with what you needed and what you were upset about. Um, you can't assume that other people know what you're thinking and how you're thinking it. Uh, not only are your, are your signs and your signals and your hints probably about, you know, three times less uh, noticeable than what you think they are. The other person probably has a whole host of stuff that they're dealing with as well. Your, your wife may be upset about something. And so she's just completely missing the hints that you're giving because she's trying to give her own hints. None of this ever works <laughs> like this. This doesn't work. Um, you know, we actually have a, uh, we don't have it, but somebody else owns the game. It's, it's called, well, it's got a funny name, but it's called You've Got Crabs. And it's a card game where you're trading cards out of like a common deck or a common stack, um, kind of. And you have partners that sit across the table from you. And when you get like three or four of a kind, uh, you flash some sort of signal that you've agreed upon apart from all the other players. Uh, and that's to let the other person know that quote unquote, you've got crabs. So let's say you get, um, my favorite is the crab eye. Uh, it's a crab with like the rabbi little hair things and, uh, the funny hat. But, um, let's say you get four crab eyes. Well, let's say that your, your sign is the, um, you push up your glasses. Well, the partner who is supposed to know your sign it's supposed to see that and holler out, you've got crabs, which is, again, very funny. But uh, what happens a lot of time, uh, a lot of times, and then other people have to, like, try to guess your sign. Or if they think that, you know, oh, he pushed his glasses up a little bit too intentionally, they'll call it out. Well, it's it's very funny because uh, a lot of times you have one job, and that's to remember uh, the other person's sign, and sometimes it goes so long that people will literally forget. So, like, you'll have this whole meeting with somebody else, and you'll talk about, hey, my sign is going to be uh, dropping my ring on the table or something like that, or taking my ring off, uh, switching my ring to the other hand, whatever whatever it might be, and you'll discuss this, and uh, people will legitimately just forget what it was. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll be playing the game and talking, or it's been so long since you've had crabs, uh, that they'll just forget what the sign was. And it's just a, a perfect representation of what happens in a marriage of, you know, eventually you'll learn when, when they're annoyed or you can start to read their emotions, but, um, it's just silly to expect your spouse to immediately pick up on some passive aggressive body language that, that you think you're admitting for this emotion that they don't know that you have yet. Uh, or not don't, don't know that you have, but this this problem that you're having that they're not fully aware of yet, and you're going to passive aggressively, you know, pass it on in the form of 
some sort of body language or snide remark. Um, it's just not effective. And they're even, let's say it works once or twice. They're probably going to forget. <laughs> they're just going to forget. And it's always so funny to me when we, when we play that game and, and somebody forgets, it's like a, a perfect, perfect example of how we, we just even discussed this beforehand. You could go to your wife and be like, Hey, when I do this <sighs> real loud sigh at the dinner table, uh, that means that I've had a tough day and, uh, I just want some ice cream. And so if you could ask us if we could go get ice cream, you know, take the initiative to go get me some ice cream or something like that. That would be nice. They're going to forget that. I mean, in three weeks, they're going to forget that. Now, eventually you can train them up, but um, it's better off just to say, hey, we go grab me some ice cream. <laughs> now, on the flip side of that, don't be passive aggressive. Um, state what you want. State what you need. State what's bothering you. On the flip side, pay attention to your spouse. Um, pay attention to your spouse, look for, look for signs, look for signals and have that, uh, emotional, what is it? The, the EQ, the emotional intelligent quotients, the, the emotional quotient, uh, understand what your spouse is going through and really try to read them and truly really try to see, Hey, are they upset today? Is something not gone wrong? Now, this is what I have a problem with. You don't just hammer them. You don't be like, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Sometimes I do this. It's not good. Um, but genuinely try to help them out. If you see that they're throwing you passive aggressive signals, uh, do something that's genuinely in service to them. Uh, if they blow you off passive aggressively, hey, are you okay? Is everything all right? Why do you seem upset? Um, for every, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth an ounce of cure. Or what is it? Uh, the ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Words are hard today. But um, for every, you know, um, cure, or how, how am I going to say this? Uh, you know, the cure is not passive aggressively, um, trying to convey your emotional signals, but the prevention is to pay attention to their emotional signals, even if they are passive aggressive, um, pay attention and be in tune with what your spouse is feeling, uh, actually give a damn about what is going on with them and look for those signs and ways that you can come in and, and serve them and really help them to have a better day. So two sides to that coin, um, this really is all around ownership, taking ownership of the issue, not passive aggressively passing it off um, and taking ownership of the issue on the other side and looking for ways that your spouse may, might be upset and trying to catch those uh, those emotional hints um, and use them to your advantage. So not really your advantage, but everybody's advantage. Let's see. Um, marry your best friend. That one's kind of not great. I'm trying to talk through. Oh, there was another one. Oh, keep goals in sync. This is probably the last one that I'll put in here. Um, I really like this a lot. We just, I just finished a book called uh, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, I think is what, yeah. Um, the Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And um, one of them was uh, Inattention to Results, I believe was the top one. And part of this, uh, the, the the Five Dysfunctions of a Team centers around the fact that you can't get common goals. So like the, the purpose of a team should be to have a common goal and to achieve results uh, in pursuit of that goal. So the goal is is the result that you're trying to achieve. But um, along that way, uh, it's important to set up, you know, small milestones and to have discussions that revolve around those results. And that's something that I've never really thought of in a relationship before. So 
Uh, this says keep goals in sync. Shared goals, uh, including finances, kids, careers, are more important than shared hobbies. Uh, they're talking about this from a broader perspective. It's basically the five, uh, the five relationship criteria or the five marriage criteria from the Purpose Podcast. Copyright trademark uh, reserved. It's going to be um, religion, money, family, health and fitness, and substance abuse. Religion, money, family, health and fitness, substance abuse. Yep, that's five. Um, basically what they're saying is shared goals. Like do you, how many kids do you want? Uh, what do you want your finances to look like? What does your career look like? Um, are more important than shared hobbies. So as it turns out, smoking weed and drinking every weekend is not a good enough reason to get married to another person. Like if you both enjoy doing that, it doesn't really count. Um, but, uh, I actually think this is a very important inside the marriage as well, as far as just running an effective team, which is what you're trying to do. Uh, in marriage. And at that point, a lot of people, their goals are different when they're married. Um, you know, maybe my wife's goal right now is to, oh man, um, her goal for our finances is to make sure that the baby has this, 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 and this. Um, her goal is to make sure that, um, baby has the nicest clothes or, uh, it's not necessarily that uh, trivial, but um, she may have a different idea for the money that we're going to spend than I do. And that's going to cause issues when we go to spend the money <laughs> um, as far as what our life looks like in the future. You know, something that my wife and I uh, probably really need to discuss and, and further define is what does it look like if I do get my business going and the podcast going? And let's say I write a book or two and I've still got a W-2 job or uh, my timeline. and is she on board with the goals that I have for my career and my success? Um, our career, our success, I guess. Um, but is she on board with that? Is she okay with the way that I'm planning on supporting this family? Because if not, if her goal isn't to help me get there, or if her goal isn't to support me in that endeavor, if her goal is to um, make the best house and home that she can uh, with me home at, you know, 5 p.m. every night or um, with me only spending 40 hours a week at, you know, doing work and not with her and the kids. Well, then maybe we have some some discontinuity between our goals because uh, my goals are to to build this business or um, build the podcast or uh, do really well at my job and, and, and make good money so that we can have a good life and, and give money away. Um that means I might not uh, be meeting her goal of me being home uh, and through the door at 4.30 every evening. So we need to talk about that. Uh, that's something that I'm actually probably going to talk about her with. Um, but having a common goal is the center point of being able to run a functional team. And a lot of people miss this. And it's because they don't know that they don't know what their goals are a lot, <laughs> too. Um, just even thinking about your goals is a step in the right direction. You know, sometimes... Um, Couples will have completely different goals and not and not realize that they think that their goal is the same. Like, how can he not see this? How can he not see that you know our goal is to um, get little Johnny into a private school? That's all I ever want. I want little Johnny to go to San Jacinto. That's a school here in Amarillo, just like I did. And how does he not see it? Well, have you told him that's his your goal? Because maybe his goal is to just get little Johnny through school. <laughs> uh, maybe his goal is to make little Johnny a, a an MLB baseball player. And maybe San Jacinto's uh, baseball team really sucks. Uh, but they just assume. And the guy's like, he's he's really got a knack for baseball. And their baseball team just sucks. Why does she not understand 
Um, and even, even you tell her, well, their baseball team sucks. She doesn't understand that that's your primary goal is to get him into a good baseball school. She has no clue because you haven't discussed it, and you're not even thinking in these terms. You're not even thinking in terms of goals when it comes to your family matters. Um, so make sure that you're in line in alignment with those. Make sure that you have a common goal, and that common goal can't just be uh, to be married and have kids. <laughs> that's that's not a common goal. Um, a common goal is something that you can achieve results towards. You know, particularly a smart goal, SMART, um, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. We want to be in a new house in five years. Okay, what do the finances look like to do that? What can we give up? What can we, you know, what can we do? Um, you know, some of the money goals, couples will have those in line, but, um, you know, our, our kids, the, the farther away you get from money because it's objective and mathematic, mathematical, because it, it pertains to mathematics, uh, those smart goals are a little bit easier to define from a money standpoint. But um, business, let's say, look, I want to grow my business um, and tell her what, you know, you want to have. 10 employees and how can she help you do that? Well, you can help me do that by um, cooking at least four nights a week and I'll cook three. Four nights a week is going to allow me to come home, get directly in here, start working on my business while you cook. That's five, you know, six extra hours, eight extra hours. Maybe it takes two hours to cook dinner or whatever. Um, That's eight extra hours a week that I get to spend on my company. Um, That's what we're going to do. And then you track those goals based on, on how you're actually doing and if it's helping. Um, did she cook four nights a week? Yes. Did it help you? Did you actually use those hours? Um, did she spend the whole time bugging you <laughs> about what, what needed to happen? Um, talking about other things like what, what does that look like? And actually track those goals the way that a team would, a way that teams do because you're a team. Um, you know, you're one flesh, you're, you're one organism working together. Organism sounds weird. You're a unit. You're one unit working together to achieve common goals. And a lot of people never take the time to define what those goals are. And it works out for some, you know, works out. They stay married for a very long time, if not till death, some, a lot of times till death. And then uh, they raise good kids and their kids raise good kids and they do fine. They have a good retirement. Everything looks good, Uh, but it can be better. And I guarantee you, if uh, some of these marriage that, you know, some of these marriages or even not marriages, uh, that are on the rocks, if they sat down and had some common goals, they would very quickly realize a few things about themselves and uh, and fix them and make their marriages better. So, uh, or just get married in general. Um, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends, it's important to have common goals with them too. Um, like exactly what it's saying. Uh, share goals, including finances, more important than shared hobbies. Yeah. Um, if you're sharing goals, like we talked about, um, you know, money, what is it? Money, religion, family, health and fitness, substance abuse, um, religion, family, money, health, and fitness, substance abuse. Uh, if you're talking about those things and you're sharing your goals and your goals are in alignment on, on all five of those things, then, then you need to get married. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> um, so make sure your goals are aligned, make sure you have common goals and don't let that stop when you get married. So I'll quit rambling guys. I really appreciate, uh, really appreciate y'all listening to this. Um, I promise we're going to keep the streak going, uh, through baby time. I'm going to record at least one backlog episode. I got to get at least one backlog episode. Um, so going to do that and make sure that we, we keep this thing going, you know, as a little growth as I've had, and it's, it's been my fault. We actually have had some good growth. I haven't looked at the numbers, but 
I have a feeling that it, it's picking up. Um, it, I think it really is. Um, instead of 10, we might have 15, which is, uh, that's 150%, you know, like who doesn't like that? Um, <laughs> but no, I, I really do appreciate everybody. And I, I really think this is still going to go, this is still going to go far. I've been focusing on some other things, had some other things to, uh, pay attention to over the past couple months, year, honestly. Um, but I'm going to keep this going and it's because of the people that do listen and the, and that do interact that I'm motivated to get this done every single week. Um, and it's going to, it's going to move forward guys. I really appreciate it. Share the show. Let me know what I can do better and I'll see you next week. Thanks.